The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. I'm your host for the show today, and I've got some great guests, but here's the thing. Can you ever stop talking about makeup? I know I'm like a kid in a candy store when it comes to makeup and techniques. And I think for women, it's that way too. We get excited over a lipstick. We get excited over a new eyeshadow. So we've got three experts in here today that are going to talk about the secrets of makeup artists. All the beauty secrets behind lashes, uh, aesthetics, how to be able to keep your skin in good shape. We have wedding. We have mature skin conversations. We're going to talk about it all. And makeup seems to be one of the most popular shows that we have. And so let's get started with introducing some of our guests here. So first I have uh, Drew Noreen. He is a hair stylist and makeup artist expert. And he's going to bring uh, to us today a little bit on because he does a lot of photo shoots. He does a lot of freelance work, photography work. Um, so he's going to share with us some of the trends with everything. And then I also have Monica De La Cruz here with me. She's an esthetician. She's also a certified uh, lash extension expert. So I'm really interested in that. We haven't had somebody on that talks about lash extensions here. So I want to know all the details around that. And then we also have uh, Jalia Petit here. Jalea Petit here, and uh, she's going to share with us a little bit on some of the brand awareness, the production, some of the events that she does that get ex- people get excited about beauty and also her makeup uh, expertise and tips as well. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How is it going? <laughs> Hi, thank you. (laughs) All right. So we've got, you know, we've got makeup that we want to talk about. Now, here's the thing. This is what's happening all over the place is YouTube blows up with makeup videos all day long. And most of these people are not professional makeup artists. They're just people that have figured it out and are getting and capturing all of these people to be able to show this type of work. So first of all, how do you feel about what's going on on YouTube as professionals? Uh, Well, I'd say I find it very interesting that uh, the market tends to be really overtaken by this craze right now. And it it truly is anybody who has the talent and an ability and the right form of media connection, it's, it's really just how you share it. And more people are paying attention to what's happening on YouTube and the tips and the trends and the techniques that are literally, I mean, hundreds of new videos, thousands of new videos are uploaded daily with something new. So it's a, it's a resource that constantly changes, whereas for the professional side of things, I, I honestly feel like we can't keep up with the amount of 
videos and techniques that come out from these bloggers uh, because their following is just it, so astronomical. Yeah, absolutely. So I was watching uh, Good Morning America or Today Show or something like that, and they had this featured makeup artist on there, and she was doing clown contouring. Like, this is a thing now. So she clowned up the face of this person between green, yellow, purples, and blues, all of these colors that we understand as professionals that provide, you know, uh, enhancement and diminishment um, to be able to create that, that even palette of the face. But it was ridiculous. It was almost beyond normal. And yet, when she blended it all together, she did do a good job with the makeup. So, Monica, give us a little insight on this clown contouring concept. Well, that's a little outside of my realm, um, but, I, but but going back to the Instagram, I, I feel like because it's their full-time job, I barely ever have time to post. And Jeffree Star, and there's Huda Beauty, there's all of these, I mean, it's amazing what they're putting out. That doesn't always work for my line of work, or print work, or business. So. I think it's amazing that they can do that and the clown makeup. That's awesome if that's your venue. That's not mine. Mine's the everyday modern woman, the news anchor, the um, natural girl. Okay, good. Well, tell us how you got started into makeup then. Well, it started with Lancome Cosmetics actually back while I was in college and um, it just took off from there. I was then the resident artist for Chanel and then I started my own business, went to aesthetic school, and now I'm kind of on my own. I've done some print work for um, bridal magazines and other venues, but that's really, now I'm doing lashes. So it's okay. kind of just Great. transformed and, and evolved. And as the need has come about, I've gone with the trend. Okay, good. So what is your main clientele? Um, right now, I have a huge lash clientele, which okay. um, I'm in Chandler, Arizona, and I also travel. So it's just a, a good balance. You know, I have a great balance of makeup for photo shoots, for um, bridal trials, and and that type of thing. Perfect. So. Well, we'll talk about the lash stuff because that's very interesting and it's very popular right now. So yes, we'll get onto that. Drew, give us an indication because you do hair and makeup. So I want to really hear how you Correct. got started into the business and what's your specialty? Uh, well, really, my first experience into the industry was uh, working in a salon as a receptionist. And I got pulled aside a few times to do a couple shampoos and then it was a blow dry and then I realized that I had a little bit of a natural knack for it um, not you know I humbly I say that and from there I, I wound up going into beauty school and really just dove into it from there uh, went to an event called Naha which is held in Las Vegas and actually got to help backstage at what, what I really refer to is kind of like the Oscars for the hair industry. Um, and that is the NAHA, which is North American Hairsty Hairstyling Awards. And so I was backstage and I got to meet a lot of people, uh, really big icons within the industry. And that really just kind of propelled me to see what the opportunities were. And 
from there, I just used marketing and personal relationships and continued to connect with the, uh, the people that I met along the way, which helped me to ultimately reach my goal of uh, overseeing seven different shows at New York Fashion Week, uh, traveling the country with various companies, doing um, multiple events or trade shows, and it's really been quite a fantastic journey. Okay, so who's your specialty then? What's what's mainly what you're doing other than working in a salon when you're putting makeup and hair together? Yeah, so really my specialty would be uh, more, uh, I'd say, editorial work, really being with um, the models on set, on a runway, uh, behind the camera, uh, making the magic happen, focusing a lot on uh, more classic styles. It's really the 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 upbringing, the background of beauty is what inspires me. So there tends to be that classical element in everything that I create. And when it comes to makeup, uh, it really tends to be the same. However, I go completely opposite and I like really extreme special effects makeup as well. So when I can find the appropriate place for that, um, I do enjoy that as well. Good, perfect. Thanks for being here. All right. Hello, how are you, Jalea? I'm good, how Give are you? Give us a little insight. So what we've shared so far with everybody is just a little bit of history of where we come from, how we got involved in beauty and everything, and what the specialty is that we're doing. Like, what's our day-to-day -day time and spent with clients? What are we specializing in? Okay. Well, for me, I guess it's probably a little bit different. Um, I came from a corporate background. I was in human resources management for over 15 years. And um, I transitioned from that with um, working more on the event planning side and the fashion PR and the brand management. So for me, as a young child, I was always in front of the camera. And then as I began to grow up, I decided, you know what, it's time for me to take a back seat. I need to learn the behind the scenes. And as I started learning the behind the scenes, I started learning makeup, not intentionally, had no desire to do makeup whatsoever because my hands used to shake really, really, really bad. And um, I just remember when I had my makeup done, people would always cover up my freckles. And I'm like, that's me. That's who I am. Don't cover that up unless, of course, you know, like Drew mentioned, if it's special effects or something that calls for that, of course, you want to, you know, do what is needed for the concept. But I'm more of a natural girl. I like to just be comfortable in the skin that I'm in. I wear my hair very textured and kind of all over the place sometimes. Um, so I don't feel like for me, my everyday client is just that everyday woman. Um, I am an esthetician as well. So I did you know, decide, okay, this is something that I need to pursue. I need to make sure that I am licensed. Um, so I am an esthetician as well, but I'm a newly licensed esthetician. I've been doing makeup longer than I've been doing um, my work as an esthetician. Um, so for me, you know, it's just about loving the skin that you're in. Good. And I love the fact that you shared, don't cover up my freckles. They're part of me. Because, yes. you know, that's kind of what our show is about here at Beauty Inside and Out. It's really this opportunity to be able to say, we all have some inner beauty in us. And then there's this external beauty. Um, and when we try to change it too much or we try to go away from it, it takes away from us. Yes. And there's also that other side to it that... We might look beautiful on the outside and may not feel beautiful on the inside. But I can tell you, anytime I've seen a client get transformed with hair and makeup, 
it excites them from both the inside and the out. So I, I, that's why I love this industry, and that's why I love what we can do in this transformation type of thing. So, all right, well, it sounds like here's the theme that I'm hearing from all of you today is natural makeup. We're trying to make people look as beautiful as they are for who they are. Agreed? Absolutely. Okay, so then that's where I want to take it. I want to be able to take it to the, the trends and the techniques and the little tips and pointers that we can provide our audience um, of how to be able to have their makeup look as natural as possible and still look like them. All right, so let's start with some just basic trends. Where, where do you see the trends at right now in regards to makeup? And anybody can share at this point. Uh, well, definitely right now it's, you know, it is natural based in, in what your overall approach is. Uh, but you want those, you want those pieces that are your, your standalone, um, sort of, sort of statement. So if you're going to go more natural on the eye, it's about having a bright, color on the lip, a bright coral, an orange or red, something, or even a deep, deep plum, one of those very dark purples that plays off the natural part of the eye. If you go more dramatic with the eye, then you, you want to keep everything else on the face feeling more dewy, more glowy, more natural, so that you have, you have that focal point. When you go dramatic on the eyes and you go dramatic on the lips, then it becomes a very, it's a complete look, but it's a very heavy look. So depending on where you're going and what you're trying to achieve, um, that's why the balance between having either a heavier eye or a heavier lip becomes a really nice approach. Good. All right. Who else wants to share? Well, I agree with what he said. Like a play off of that is that peach always makes you look more awake. And peach, more awake. I so, needed that today. So it's a no makeup makeup look. You can look natural, and it depends on what you're doing. If we were doing it for someone to take a headshot or a photo, we're going to have to go heavier, uh, so to speak. There, there are new trends. Urban Decay has a new one out that um, makes that maturing skin look a lot younger um, without it being full coverage. Sometimes I tend to go mineral every day if I'm not going to be photographed or if my client's not going to be photographed. We just do a touch-up, something like that. But it, it helps when you don't cake on the foundation normally. Otherwise, it just accentuates all of our, you know, aging imperfections. Yeah, it definitely does. And plus, we, you know, we're all out here in Arizona, so we've got the heat and the very dry air against us, too. So then that adds to too much makeup can just not be a good fit here. So we have a couple minutes before we're going to go to break, so I want to definitely hear from you, Julia, that, to be able to say what some of the trends that you're seeing out there and what are you doing on your clients? Um, some of the trends that I'm seeing, I, I actually agree with Drew in reference to um, back and forth with the palette on the lip or the eye, choosing one. Um, another that I guess I'm tired of seeing and tired of hearing is strobing and contouring. <laughs> like that has, that has no place in my vocabulary yeah. whatsoever. What? You don't want to be doing clown contouring? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I don't want anybody to come and ask me to do that. I don't want anybody to come and bring me a picture of Kim Kardashian and, and say, make me look like this. So, I mean, that's not your sibling. So unless that's your relative, I can't make you look like somebody else. So... 
for me, um, it's all about skincare. You have to make sure that you have a good foundation because, and not foundation as in foundation on your face, but your skin being the foundation. And I think that's one of the trends that we're getting back to is allowing the skin to actually breathe mm-hmm. and not uh, caking it down with a lot of product, making sure that you are taking care of it with, um, you know, the proper moisturizers and toners and things of that nature. And then, you know, drinking a good amount of water, especially with us being in Arizona, everybody is dehydrated. We are dehydrated all day long. All the time. Absolutely, the time. yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I'm just a little intimidated being in the room with three makeup artists right now. And I'm just thinking, how much mascara is under my eyes? Because that's always my big drama is the mascara under my eyes. And I recently had um, Joanne Leah from Eyelashy. Uh, on and we talked about false eyelashes and I of course was trying to put false eyelashes on for the show because I wanted to be a part of okay so I got to start wearing false eyelashes and everybody's like you'll never go back to mascara once you master false eyelashes well they were all over my face along with the glue (laughs) halfway through my day they're falling off me and I'm thinking I'm not an expert at this yet but I'm committed to being expert so uh, I know that's one of the things that would probably make my life easier especially with the summertime because my eyes are so sensitive to the light Mm -hmm. um, and they do water a lot and so mascara and heavy makeup for me in the summertime is kind of doesn't work type of thing well we're going to take a break here in just a minute but I want to be able to talk to our listeners here. What's your biggest struggle with makeup? What do you fight? What's in your makeup bag? What's your absolutely can't leave home without having at least this done? And you can share this with it on Facebook if you go to Beauty Inside and Out Show. Uh, share it on Facebook or you can tweet me Bonnie Bonadeo 1 that's Bonnie Bonadeo 1 and listen if you have ideas or you want to be able to send me private messages that's fine too and you can email me at Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com so we'll be right back with our experts in beauty and makeup streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com are you looking to uncover your authentic self looking to improve your communication selling or public speaking skills discover naked audience productions trainings on public speaking leadership sales and healing mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways from promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship whether it's business or personal finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403 that's napevents.com or 877-319-2403 Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. 
If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. My guests today are Jalea, and she is a expert makeup artist. We have Drew Noreen, expert makeup and hair artist, and Monica De La Cruz, and she is esthetician, makeup artist, specializing more in weddings. Um, and you also shared with us, too, that you are a mom of four. Yes. And all four of them are graduating from some part of school this year. Yes, they are. You I couldn't planned, have planned it you, any better. You planned that well. So, yes. So working mom for sure here. But I want to go back to uh, you, Jalea, because you were so adamant about the whole contouring thing. So if that's the big trend that Monica was talking about on Instagram right now, and it seems to be everybody's trying to do it, and even you know makeup companies are coming out with all these products of how you can do it. Mm-hmm. So we're buying these darker pencils and these darker palettes to be able to create this contouring effect. Mm-hmm. But what's, what, what's the other side of it? If, if we shouldn't be contouring and we want to look more natural, what are some of those natural tips and ideas? It's not so much that we shouldn't be contouring. I think it's more so the language that comes along with that. All of these things that are trends and fads have been done by a number of makeup artists, professional makeup artists on film and television sets for years and years and years. And there's never been a name associated with it. But as soon as you attach it to social media, it becomes a trend. So I think people have gotten a little bit out of control with the contouring and the color correcting and the strobing. And there's just so many of these different languages out here. As far as contouring is concerned, it's just all about accentuating um, different areas of your face and shadowing the areas of your face that you want hidden. So that's really what the contouring effect is. So, so where are we accentuating and where would be we be shadowing? You would be putting more emphasis on your cheekbones. Okay. And you would be putting less emphasis on for women that have, a, you know, a little bit more fuller face. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to create the shadows around the jawline and around underneath the cheekbone and areas of that, of that nature. It depends on the face shape of that individual. How do I diminish my nose? It depends on how you want your nose to look. You, if you want it to look fuller, if you want it to look thinner, you know, you really, as a makeup artist, you have to pay attention to everything. Every detail. And you yeah. have to make sure that you're emphasizing and diminishing what that individual wants when they sit into your chair, but at the same time doing what's best based on the shape of their face. Okay. Um, yeah. So all of that plays it's into... It's proportions. It all is proportions. It's proportions. And, yes, yeah. Absolutely. So if you're going to experiment with contouring as, you know, just a everyday person and a consumer out there, mm-hmm. there's still a, an enormous amount of blending and, and technique and ideas that you might want to put into play. Okay, good. And I know, Drew, you wanted to say something about the contouring uh, phenomenon that's going on right now. And we'll all thank Kim Kardashian for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, Actually, I think she's definitely, that's not what I was going to say, but (laughs) I think that she definitely drives a big part in this. But what's interesting about contouring and what I find most intriguing about the purpose behind it for most women is... It's their goal is to make themselves look other than what they look. And I can't stress enough that the point of contouring is to help even out features of the face. If you have 
a nose that perhaps is crooked from an impact that you had uh, in a, as a child or in an accident. Um, things like that that can help create a shadow where there, where there isn't one that can balance your features out. Uh, but women take it to such an extreme now that with this clown contouring, I mean, when you are putting on pink concealer, yellow concealer, green concealer, and skin tone concealer, and you're blending it all together, what on your face are you trying to cover and hide that needs all of those colors and all of that contouring? Yeah, it's it's other consumerism. Than, yeah, other than right? trying to literally, uh, for lack of, I mean, not in, not literally, but but figuratively, you are chiseling your face away to make yourself look other than who you really are. And I think I think women should consider that when they do contour, it, it should really be to create a balance if you have an imbalance. If you don't have an imbalance, all you need is something that helps to even your skin tone. You don't need to narrow features yeah. and less is more yeah less yeah, is more yeah. of this yeah be, be proud of what you have don't make yourself something different good all right so monica so contouring may be too much for the everyday woman that we're all talking about here because i think that's who we're saying is our is the clientele and what we're trying to express um in this natural beauty look but you are also a specialist with weddings and bridal makeup so you know i'm sure contouring does have some effect to this because photography is attached to it so give us some insights from wedding makeup well absolutely but with with what they're saying it's all true you're not going to do the same thing on every face you're bringing out their natural beauty you don't want to over makeup a bride either because she has to face-to-face -face come in contact with everyone right, that she knows. Right. She's still natural so, and alive. So that's where the special effects come in of certain brands and certain products that are HD photo finish that are still light and natural. And you want, you want to accentuate their eye color and you want to make their best features pop. And that's, so it's a balance. So when you're hiring an artist, whether or not you know how to contour your own face and you know how to conceal, and we've all been taught how to use a concealer and that we need to conceal certain things. Normally we conceal before we know what needs concealed or we contour because that's what the video shows us. And face to face, you, you still want to look like yourself at your wedding. Right. You don't yeah. want to look like a commercial print photo ad. Right. But some yeah. people do, and yeah, that's, true. that's true. And that I can is do the that too. Perception <laughs> that this is created. Yeah, some people, yes. some people just want the photos to be true. the finish. And like we can do like, that. And they look kind of clownish, live and in person. But they're really their emphasis is on having really great photos. And that's when you ask the questions. Right. What What, what do you see? Yeah. For your day. And you know, and anything's anything goes right now with hair color as we're all seeing out there. I mean, people are wearing mm -hmm. rainbow colors. Right. And, you know, all everything, everything goes. And, of course, you know, fashion, there is not one sense of fashion that's taking place right now. It's still, a, you know, a genre and mix of textures and colors and layers and shines and dullness and everything. So, but, but makeup still has to create that kind of that balance for people. So what are some of the, what are colors that are happening right now? Uh, tones, you know, shiny, flat, matte. What's going on right now? Give us some insight in that, Julia. Um, I would say, it, again, it depends on the 
skin tone of the individual. Um, I work with a lot of women of color. So um, for me, it is a broad spectrum. Um, I keep my color wheel stuck right next to the wall, right beside me when I'm working, because you have to reference that in order to make sure that you're correcting what needs to be corrected or not messing with what doesn't need to be messed with. Sometimes you can just, you know, overdo it by trying to put something somewhere that really doesn't need to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, again, when when speaking in reference to trends, we're seeing a lot with color correcting now. Um, there's so many different brands that are coming out with tools that you can use. And it's it looks like a rainbow, just like Drew mentioned. It looks like a rainbow in the palette, and people are just slathering it all over their face. They have no idea where to put it. Um, so it's best that when you have an issue, for example, my, me, myself, I have dark circles. They're hereditary. I have to know, okay, what product do I need to use first in order to correct the dark circle before I even conceal it? So I... I actually have those conversations with women when they come Good. to see me. So give me. us give us some answers on that because you're saying women of color mm-hmm. and dark circles. Mm-hmm. So what is the solution? What should they be buying? They should be buying a product based on their skin tone. So if they're more medium tone, mm-hmm. then they should be uh, looking at something more salmon as a dark to conceal a dark circle. Peachier. Yes. Okay. If they are more deep toned, then they want to be looking at something more on the melanin orange family. And a little bit of red within that as well, depending on how dark their skin actually is. So that would be the corrector that you would use first. And when you're correcting, you want to apply that product exactly to what's being corrected. You don't want to be creating all of these um, shapes all over the face. You want to apply it exactly where it needs to be. So that's going to be under the eye. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to, the salmon to orangey, deep peach type colors, depending on the level of the skin tone, is going to diminish dark circles. Yes. Well, see, now that's something I didn't know. So there's already some learning in there. So I'm sure that's going to help a lot of our listeners as well to be able to figure out how to diminish dark circles. Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, you give us a tip now, Drew. That was a great tip, and you know, <laughs> no, and God. I just want to say I was I did a wedding with Drew in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was couldn't have been a better place to do a wedding That's with Drew, awesome. right? And I was watching him apply makeup to the bride at this time, and he was using that like fuchsia pink on the eyes, and I'm like, what is he doing, right? <laughs> Were you worried? Um, I was worried. I was really worried, but in the end, I got to tell you because the pop that it did on her because she had dark brown eyes, mm-hmm. the pop that it created on her dark brown eyes to create that contrast of hair skin makeup was beautiful it was gorgeous so yeah so give us a tip yeah, what's, yeah, your, what's a really great tip like what, what Jalea just gave us yeah um, well and I'm glad that you actually mentioned um, the concealers because I think a lot of people don't know that like green counteracts your red um, you know pinks counteract your darker tones yellow will actually counteract a lot of red or pink tones so keep that in mind when you're when you're using those um, but one of the trends right now is actually blue of of all it things it's it's blue eyeshadow it's the one color that i think every woman associates with i'm i'm probably going to have women yelling at me for saying this but the the slutty kind of whorish look you know the, <laughs> great the, just the go bright, ahead and say it it's the okay. bright the bright blue eyeshadow with the pink <laughs> lips and 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 you know where street it just walker looks, blue yeah. and it and and it really isn't that anymore but i i think Whenever you say blue eyeshadow to a woman, almost always she she kind of leans away from you hesitantly, like she doesn't know where you're going with this. And 
And what it is now is, again, we go back to the natural looks. What we would be doing is we would be playing down the lips to a nice, soft, neutral that's maybe a little bit lighter than your natural lip tone. You, you keep the cheeks very soft, very dewy, not a lot of contouring or bronzer or anything like that. And then what you do is you take a blue, whether it be a deep blue or a uh, a baby blue, you could go uh, even with like a really, really light pastel blue. That's uh, more sheer. And what's beautiful about that is blue is a color that works with almost every single eye color and it works with almost every single skin tone. On a deeper toned African American woman, a beautiful, deep kind of baby blue is stunning on their skin tone. And then if you have a super, super pale porcelain face um, girl and you put just a really, really light, almost translucent powder blue, it's absolutely beautiful. So I think... I've seen a lot of blue. Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm imagining, remember the Drew Carey show? And yes, receptionist that's exactly gal. what people <laughs> think. Honestly, it's Mimi. like that's the first thing <laughs> yes. that came into yes. my head. And it's, it's not that anymore. Think about instead of eyeshadow that's like all over your lid with blue, think about using it like a, like a liner, either an actual liner or use your shadow in a way that you're just shadow, you're, you're blending around the eye line or the, um, Water your line. lash line, your yeah. water line, mm -hmm. to create that softness. And then you add a little mascara, a little pop, and it's simple. It's understated, but because you're using a color, you create that impact. Yeah, I love that. And you know, and, and you're right. Blue does kind of go with every eye color just about. Even blue. Blue on yep. blue works. Yep. Uh, and blue and brown really accentuates a brown mm -hmm. eye and and pr brings out some of the gold yeah, in it and everything. Yeah. So that's great. And there's so many shades of blue that whether you have a warm skin tone or a cool skin tone, dark eyes or light eyes, you can find something that contrasts yeah. with that. You know, you have your red blues, you have your purple blues. You know, I'm those going, sort of things. I'm going blue. Mm -hmm. All right, Monica. Uh, okay, uh, again. I am not an expert in eyelashes. I'm not very good at this. I know that you are an expert in eyelash extension. So first of all, yes. I think for our listeners, because I know it's very popular, there's even lash salons or lash spas that are opening up everywhere. Give us, first of all, what this is, how it works, provide us, like, what's the maintenance of it, um, but, you know, and what's the big trend? What's the craze here that people are just like, I have my eyelashes extended? Well, actually, a fun fact is that eyelash extensions started in the early 1900s. That's fun. And um, they have come such a long way. So what it is is that you're applying an eyelash individually, one by one, or now we've come to 3D Russian volume, um, which I just certified with Borboletta Beauty. They're one of, like, the trend-setting. Congratulations. Um, thank you. They're one of the trend-setting um, new companies and um, so what you would do is you would fill them like a nail fill every you know three to four weeks they can last that long if i'm washing my face and absolutely they're water showering. resistant yes i do shower every three weeks yeah they're water resistant <laughs> um, but what's great now is that they're new styles when they first came out it was kind of that Spider, Spider lash yeah. look, and they were heavy, and everyone that got them said, oh, it pulled my eyelashes out, and it, well, I guess people don't realize that their eyelashes cycle, mm -hmm. and right. they come out naturally, um, and you only notice when you have an extension, 
that's much too large um, for your lash to hold. So um, you want to go to someone trained and certified, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, um, you don't want to go too heavy. You can't have a full look if you have 10 to 15 lashes that are short. If somebody puts a lash on there that's too long, mm -hmm. more than a 16th, longer than your own lash, mm -hmm. it's going to wear and hold your lash down and right. give you that droopy eye look. And be irritating, I'm and sure. And be irritating. So the great thing about it is now they come in so many different styles and so many different curves. So if you go to someone professional, they're going to look at your eye and make it go to the shape of, of your eye. And you're going to ask, do you want to look natural? Do you want to be extreme? You know, and, and you go from there. It's a playoff. But um, the industry's come very far. I'm certified with, um, it goes all back to Lavish Lash. Mm -hmm. And then um, here in the Valley, um, Lash Effects, she has great products. And with Borboletta Beauty trending on getting lash stylists to come together mm -hmm. and share their work information and all of those things that we never did that before. Yeah. Stylists have always done it. Estheticians have a, a yearly thing where they come together and they share ideas and secrets. And now it's, we're more open with it oh, and we're, so we're sharing. More. I mean, yeah. there are so many great artists out there. I have met some of the best. Uh, Utah has some of the best lash artists I've ever seen. Um, ever. So for a, for a client or a consumer that's doing that, first of all, we do recommend that you go to a professional for this because you don't want somebody that doesn't know what they're doing working around your eyes. You don't want them like to glue this. your eyes shut. Right. I mean, I have yeah. sharp tweezers to somebody's eye. You have yes, a very right. steady There's hand. still some technique to this and yes. everything. But how long? So if I'm going to go have lash extensions and I'm doing it for the first time, what, how long is that service going to take? Um, it's going to depend on the artist. Uh, I've been doing them for 10 years. So if you just want a classic look, you mm -hmm. want a very natural look, probably like an hour. Okay. Uh, fifteen, An hour and 15 minutes. If you want a 3D to 60 volume lash set, probably two and a half to three hours. Oh, really? It's wow. going to depend on your lash line. Because, right, because you just keep placing them in there, letting it dry. Right. But, okay, good. Well, we're getting ready to take a break, but I want to hear more about the lash stuff because I'm interested in who are these people that are doing it and what are some of the costs that the consumers might need to kind of plan for their budget because, you know, we're already buying mascara. This is kind of in place of mascara. So let's figure out if it's going to fit in our consumer's budget to have these services done out there. Yes. All right. So uh, everybody, if, we, if you have a question, you want an answer, I've got three experts right here sitting in front of me that um, have beautiful skin, uh, beautiful ideas, and beautiful uh, opportunities to be able to share with you. So tweet me, Bonnie, Bonadeo1, or go on Facebook at Beauty Inside and Out Show. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com 
or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to beauty inside and out. We are talking all things beauty here, but specifically makeup today. And we just were having a conversation with Monica about eyelash extensions. And she's been giving us some good insight. So at this point, she's saying if you just want a very natural look, uh, you're going to make an appointment with a professional because we've all, during the break, we talked about some few horror stories where professionals did not do it. And you're working with sharp tools and glues. So you could yes. have your eyes glued shut or we could poke your eye out um, if you're not a professional. So we're going to really encourage you. So, Monica, give us give us an idea. What is the cost of this type of service for eyelash extensions? Uh, and then it is a service like you did express that um, you go back and you have like a fill done like we've done with our nails over the course of many years. So I think people understand that concept. But what's like an average price of a service to have your eyelashes done? Um, an average price is probably anywhere between 125 and 275 285 Okay. Um, I would, it, they've come down a lot. I mean, back when they first started, they were about $375. And they were mainly geared for actors or actresses, right. Um, right. people in the industry. People that take um, photos all the time. TV anchors, news anchors, um, things like that. But now it's come down in cost, and they're popping up all over the place. They are. People are getting a video and a kit like we talked about on the break, and they are watching a video, and then now they are a lash specialist. Mm. So you have to be very, very careful. Do your research. Look right. and see. These are, this is your eyes we're talking about. I once had my eyes glued shut. Yeah. Because what we know to be true is that as a makeup artist, you do not have to be licensed. You can be certified to do makeup Correct. and certified in some of these techniques um, and uh, uh, services that are out there, but you do not have to be licensed. But everybody in this room is a licensed esthetician or cosmetologist. Yes. So yes. that's yes. what you really want to ask for as a consumer. You want to make sure that somebody's a licensed esthetician um, or a licensed cosmetologist because that would then have the right and proper training for people to be able to move forward in doing these type of services. And uh, so be do, be do your due diligence before you have the lashes done. But I'm looking at Monica and her lashes are beautiful. Yeah, and I'm very jealous. They look good. I am very <laughs> jealous you. right now because She's they, got they, they do look good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I know we want to go to mature skin and um, 
because this is, we've got all these baby boomers going on. And I think what happens is that people really get caught up in what some of the trends are, but the trends may not necessarily be what mature skin should be wearing, could be wearing, or they're just not comfortable doing it. So Julia, can you provide us some information on some mature skin techniques, makeup, skin and makeup, if that's... Yes, Um, definitely want to be using um, products that are going, going to tighten the skin and reduce the amount of wrinkles. Um, so you want to look at brands like Dermalogica, Skin Medica. Those are great lines that offer a lot of different things that will help to tighten and brighten the skin. Um, as far as makeup is concerned, I think one of the things that people see oftentimes is it's just so easy to go towards a box of shimmer and throw it on someone's face. Mm. But when you're working with mature skin, when you're using shimmers and glitters and things of that nature, that accentuates wrinkles. Mm -hmm. So you want to stay on the matte side when you're um, dealing with pigments and things of that nature on more mature skin. Of course, there's going to be that young lady that wants, you know, give me some glitter. I'm used to the glitter, you know, so you have to kind of draw the line and, and again, do what the client wants, but also what you know is best for them at the same time. So Mm -hmm. those would be a couple of tips that I would say for mature skin. Yeah. And I noticed too, because, you know, I do the Look Good, Feel Better program. So I'm working with a lot of women on uh, how to be able to shape their brows um, and makeup techniques. And, you know, honestly, you know what they always say to me? It's the most interesting thing. They'll share with me, this is the first time they've ever had anybody professional share with them how to do their makeup or do their makeup. So there's a lot of opportunity for us to be educating people on makeup techniques. But I'll get to the point where I'm kind of, you know, if especially because around the eyes, they've lost their brows or lashes at this point. So you're not putting a whole lot of emphasis there. You're trying right. to, you know, create softness and, and, and expression there. But you're not kind of overdoing it because it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work. Exactly. For so, someone that has small yeah. or thin, thinning brows, putting a ton of product to create a brow is not going to make them feel comfortable. No, They're not going to no, get it's going to look it's, well. and it's going to look awkward. So, right. so then there's that you know being able to kind of pop the lip a little bit for them, mm-hmm. and they're surprised. I'll show them colors like fuchsias and brighter colors. I'll show them colors to be able to pop the lips. And they're like, oh, I would never wear that. I usually just wear like you know a soft peach or a light mauve. But then when you finish it, and they see that they begin to look more like themselves while they're going through this. Then, they're, then they get excited about it and realize that maybe a fuchsia or a bright color can actually work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's all about balance and mature skin, right? Absolutely. Matte Absolutely. finishes, balance, yes. what else? Matte finishes, again, back to the skincare. Um, I would stay away from the bronzer with mature skin as well. I would create your depth and your highlight with the actual cream foundations that you're using. Um, another that you want to uh, kind of stay away with, stay away from on mature skin is mineral powders mm. because that has they flex. settle. Yes, they, they settle. They settle into the wrinkles, and that's just not something again that they're going to feel comfortable with when they get up out of your chair. Yeah. Well, we're going to have somebody with, with Botox and Juvederm and all of this other stuff coming on the show <laughs> next. So we're going to eliminate the wrinkles, <laughs> soften up the skin, and then they can be a little shimmery if they choose to be. Right. Absolutely. But again, it's all balance, and so I want to go back over to you, Drew. Why we have the opportunity and the time here because in lashes great it can emphasize the eyes we understand some of the colors and the matte finishes that we're going to doing and i think matte is just kind of a trend right now overall absolutely like we're not doing the big shiny lips anymore we've got kind of more flat finish and a natural look and everything but talk to us about some of the hair trends that are coming out and how that ties in and relates to some of the makeup trends we've been talking about 
Yeah, so with hair right now, you're seeing a lot of um, things that are making styling hair more simple, yet are enhancing the look that you're creating in a unique way. And so I'll elaborate on that. Uh, one of those things would be hair pieces. We, and when I say hair pieces, ladies and some gentlemen out there, um, <laughs> I, Man I, buns. Yeah, I, I don't mean clip-in, you know, extensions or anything like that. I'm talking about accessories to your hair, pins, hair bands, um, flowers. Uh, you'll see all of these various <laughs> hair accessories coming out now, especially since braids and, and all of those soft, natural types of styles are so popular. And... I think what people love about that is that there is such an ease to adding an accessory to your hair with a, um, a maximum impact. And yeah. another one of the things that we're seeing is something called a rope braid, which is where you actually would take a, a ponytail, essentially, and you would divide it in half and you twist both of the sections in one direction. So for this example, let's say we twist both directions to the left. You then cross them over each other going to the right. So you twist one way and then you rope them around each other the opposite way. What happens... Oh, that's how you get that effect. Yes. What mm. happens is because you're twisting to the left but wrapping them around each other going to the right, the opposite effect does not allow the twist to undo, undo. itself. I always wondered how they did that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so braids are still very popular and clever and creative braids that can just kind of add itself like an accessory yeah. to the and, hair. And then it is straight, sleek, smooth hair. The The beachy waves are still definitely a trend and, and really I, I think it's kind of starting to mark itself as, as a, a staple look of a, a more of a classic look yeah. because it, uh, so many women do it. I uh, think soft waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that will always waves. exist. But yeah. we are seeing a lot more straight, smooth styles now. Um, again, going back to the makeup look where if you do have dewy, your whole face is dewy, you're glowy, you look fresh, you look hydrated, all uh, dewy but your lips are super matte. Your mm. eyes are a, a, a light matte brown. So you have, again, the play of the light and the dark. The hair the is- The texture, the smoothness. Yeah, the yeah. hair is smooth and simple and like sleek, that. uncontrived. Simple hair accessory, maybe a, you know, uh, some type of a pin or something that pulls it back behind your ear. So yeah, yeah I mean, have fun with what you're doing with your, don't overthink it. That's the point. And you gotta go with what your hair naturally wants to do. My hair don't naturally, fight it. My hair naturally wants to be more curly than it does straight. So it's a lot of work for me to go straight. Yeah. So I just say, no, I'm just gonna put, you know, one of those curling rods to it and just add a little bit more curl so it has more shape and yeah. definition. And, yeah. and the truth is, is it does create a smoothness even though it's a uh, textured curl. But you know, I had uh, Nick Arojo on the show last week and he is bringing back the permanent wave. He calls it the American wave, and he really feels like that's a missing service because, <sighs> you know, that people are flat ironing their hair to death, and he really sees this opportunity, and he does it in a little bit of a different technique, um, but I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm going to help him bring back the wave. 
I had a permanent. I did. That's something in the uh, natural hair community that's been done and continuing to be done. You see more women with uh, textured hair just wearing their hair in its natural state, not, you know, with any perms or things of that nature. So, yeah. Yeah, again, so our our focus today was about natural beauty, natural hair, natural makeup. But there's enhancements, you know, a little bit of contouring uh, and uh, creating a little bit of uh, masking of dark circles and adding eyelashes to be able to do that. And looking at the the combination of hair and skin and makeup and everything going together. Now, listen, here's the thing. Everybody that uh, is in the studio with us today, uh, Drew, Monica, Julia, plus more, are going to be doing a makeup class here in Phoenix. So you're, you're, you're in this local area, and this is not strictly for hairdressers, cosmetologists, estheticians, or people in the beauty industry. We're also inviting consumers to this so that you can learn these techniques as well. So it's Monday, May 23rd. It's going to be at 1 p.m., and it's at the Maris- Maricopa Skills Center here in Phoenix. Now, here's how you can find out more about it. You can go on to eventbrite.com. And then just click on Makeup Artist Secrets, and you'll be able to buy a ticket to attend this program. Um, I'm going to post it on my Facebook. I have a feeling all of you guys are going to post it on your uh, yours as well. So I'll make sure I'll do a double post of everybody's information so that all of our consumers can find this event. But what else do you want to share about this event that excites you and that we're inviting uh, professionals and clients to this particular event? I'm excited that Arizona Salon Professionals has decided to put something together specifically focusing in on makeup. So it's going to talk more about everything that we've discussed here today, plus special effects, plus um, just any and everything that you've wanted to really know as it relates to makeup and skincare. It's all going to be tied in. It's six of us on the panel, and we're actually going to be doing hands-on. So you will be hearing us speak, but you'll also see us doing the techniques that we're talking about. Oh, that's awesome. So, again, it's May 23rd. It's uh, Arizona Salon Professional Prevents Makeup Artist Secrets. And I'll post um, the Eventbrite uh, link for people to be able to purchase tickets and learn, learn the techniques that these professionals have shared with us today. So I really appreciate you guys being here today. I hope to have you back because, again, this is an endless conversation. (laughs) We could talk days about all of the new trends, the makeup, the techniques, um, and to be able to have everybody look their absolute best in beauty on there. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much. I just want to say, you know, uh, just really quick, I think the point that we should all take from this um, listening today is let your skin, let your hair, let your lashes, let let that tell you what it needs. Don't force, don't force your beauty because your beauty already knows what it needs you to do. It does. Let beauty shine. Yeah. Yeah. Or matte. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Or <laughs> matte. Yes. Shine or matte. Right. But, but listen right. to Good. listen to. So you. we're gonna keep this conversation going. It doesn't end here just because our radio show is about to end. So we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it going on Beauty Inside and Out show. We're gonna keep it going on Twitter. I want to make sure that I capture all of your Instagram right. and Facebook accounts so you guys can interact with the clients that might have some questions, even though um, we might be closing the show at this point. So uh, and again, you guys. This is it. That we're offering this makeup class on May twenty third, May twenty third, for professionals and consumers. So I think it's just an ideal opportunity for all of us to get together and continue to create an expression of beauty with makeup. From awesome. The professionals. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Bob. Glad to have we you guys here today. All right, yes. we'll continue this conversation on. Okay. Awesome. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.